this is a kid's movie. Uh, I'm totally fine with this. That raccoon's balls are just hanging out. Welcome back. Reeled in, episode eight. This week, we dive deep into the dark crystal. The but world. first, let me introduce you to my co-hosts, the man, <laughs> the one, the only. Oh, now you're, now you're it's complimentary. A new, it's a new episode, Andrew. Right, Don't ruin it now. My man to my left. <laughs> Andrew. And the man across from me, the better Cooper. <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin Cooper. And then the other man across from me. Will Smith. The one and only. I am Anthony Rodriguez, and as always, dippity-diving into the deep end. Andrew, what have you been watching? <clears throat> so, in this episode of Andrew's all-around amazing anime adventures... Which has been canceled. Ben, what have uh, you no! been watching? <laughs> I have no system. I'm just kidding. Go uh, ahead, buddy. I'm continuing my journey with Studio Ghibli movies. This must be really uh, important to you. With, with the newest one, which is Pompoco. Uh, oh. I actually didn't really enjoy this movie, but it's bizarre. This movie is starts out very innocent. You're it's talking about the raccoons, and the English uh, translation doesn't say I wanna, raccoon dog. I want to give a warning. Real it ends about to take a, uh, a a real downturn. I'm going to use some scientific terms. Oh, <laughs> is this is this the tanukis? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the tanuki yeah. suit, like Mario. Oh, yeah. bro, there there needs to be an update to that game. Uh, no. So they all got testicular cancer. Yeah. No. It's it's yeah. insane. So this whole movie is, and that's how Toad was born. <laughs> they this whole movie is the. Humans are expanding, and they're developing on more and more land in Japan. And <laughs> they so ain't the, the only thing that's yeah. expanding. <laughs> <laughs> and so the the animals in the forests are having to fight back against it. The animals they focus on are tanuki, which are raccoon dogs in Japan. And the reason it's called Pompoko is because it's the sound that tanuki make when drumming on their own bellies, apparently. And other yeah. things. And, well, they don't drum on those. Oh, uh, they do. Uh, that's that's one of their the, the things that they, they do. Fight in, with, they swing with them. Well, then. they do, but then they also play music with them. They're yeah. talking about testicles. Yes, we yeah. are. Uh, giant. But let in the legend, it's the scrotum, yes. not the testicles. Oh, okay. Uh, but the it's so weird and bizarre because the whole movie is like, this is a kid's movie. Uh, I'm totally fine with this. That raccoon's balls are just hanging out. Like literally, that's how it is, and they're all doing it. They're they're and yokai. Yes, the tanuki tanuki is a yokai. Uh, how they it's show, but tanuki are actual raccoon dogs. Like they are in Japan. Um, and yeah, that's based on a real animal. Yeah, it's it is so strange. It like they use it to trans they they transform it. At one point, there's like an old one going. You see the rug you're standing on? And they're like, yeah. And he goes, those are my testicles. And it's just like, what is this movie? And then later on, they build one out of a boat. Like, they build a boat out of their their testicles the entire time. And then they fight with them. Like, they hit them. They start hitting humans with it. They make and parachutes out they of They make their... parachutes. They, like, bring it over their head and, like, parachute down. And then they, like make them into giant ball like giant oh, yeah. boulders which then they fall <laughs> giant down balls. yeah and then they fall down onto the humans and i'm just going what is going on and then we did more research afterwards and apparently it's just in japanese folklore 
that tanukis have big balls. So and that's that's the the, the yokai version of them. Yeah, and so, then there's a statue. Yeah, I did I did re- research on it, and apparently, like the uh, the old uh, steel miners, they used to wrap gold in tanuki skin, and there there is a word that's very similar to testicles. And so some artist who made statues like made a play on the words and just made all these tanuki statues with large testicles yeah. and you see them all over Japan. All over Japan. And it's like you see the statues and go, "Oh, where's its feet being covered by its giant testicles?" Uh so this actually floods childhood memories. Oh. Uh, uh <laughs> So sorry, man. <laughs> so I I remember this very vividly. There was a time at my church with my brother and a friend of ours. His name was Jesse. He showed us a like 37 or hour long video where it's just anime back to back to back yeah. to rock and roll songs. Okay. And one of the rock and roll oh, it's songs an AMV. Is that what that is? Animated music video. Okay, yeah. sure. Animated music video. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever you They're said. They're huge. They were huge. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, it's an hour long, and it's uh, like it would play like Highway to Hell uh-huh. or Back in Black, a whole bunch of ACDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of ACD song, ACDC songs is called Big Balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I remember vividly them showing the Tanukis <laughs> with the giant balls yeah. playing to that song. And I always, I remember that, like that scarred me as a child. <laughs> of, like, it is. I'm like, where the hell is this movie from, coming from? And literally, like literally to this day, 15 years later, <laughs> I now find out Tom Poco, man, where that came from. That's so, insane. So I have a ranking since I've been watching these movies from release order, the Ghibli uh, movies, the Ghibli movies. Uh, this is at the bottom. Uh, not only as just the weirdness of that, it's it's not paced well. It it is very repetitive. Like they keep doing the whole like fight against the humans over and over and over and over again, and it's kind of all over the place. Um, and the characters are one dimensional. It's it's very unstudio Ghibli. Like, um, it's by the same director who I got the last name wrong last time, but I know it this time. It's Takahata, not Tamahaka. Uh, <laughs> Tamahaka. And he's the Tamahaka one that you. he did uh, Only Yesterday and uh, Grave of the Fireflies. What about Tomorrow? Um, mm, nope. Only Yesterday. And the Netflix one? Uh, no, he, that was not him. I keep no. getting mixed up. No, that guy did uh, Secret World of right, Arietti. Right, right. And he's not with Studios. Yeah, anymore. yeah, I know. This, this guy is the... Uh, CEO of Studio Ghibli. But that is what I've watched this week, other than uh, the, our main topic that we'll talk about. But Ben, any big testicles in your watching? Or? <laughs> no. no oh, it was awesome. test- oh, I did watch Dark Phoenix. Yeah. But yeah. you can hear about all about that on Origins app. Too. Yes, check that out. It was a great movie, wasn't it? <sighs> uh, I watched the last two episodes. Well, there was, there was only three episodes of uh, black mirror and i watched the last two episodes the second one was okay it had topher grace in it he played mm-hmm. a ceo of a, a pretty much uh facebook and it was a guy trying to get a, a hold of him and taking a hostage to do it and it uh, escalating from there and then the other one was uh, uh what's the hannah montana like miley Star? cyrus miley cyrus yeah she was the main focus where it oh, felt, she wasn't it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it felt kind of like a little bit like a bio biopic because it was her being kind of like how she is in real life, but her aunt is like drugging and controlling her, hmm. and then it's her and these uh, two girls who have a AI version of her who unlocks its brain to go save her. It was okay. Hmm. The the first one was, although disturbing, probably the best. Anything else? Mm, I don't. I you didn't go to yeah. three movies this week. <laughs> I didn't. I I was gonna go to Men in Black, but I was tired. So Men in Black is getting awful, it's, awful reviews. It's fine. I have the Ace Dubs list. Yeah. I mean, I saw Dark Phoenix. It can't get worse. No, that's a good point. Apparently, it has a worse uh, Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes on Dark Phoenix. It cannot be worse than Dark Phoenix. We're about to find out. Yeah. Ben, uh, not Ben. Will. <laughs> oh. Man, you got me thinking about Men in Black and how much I don't want to see that movie. Uh, <clears throat> I, Yeah. Never mind. Well, now <laughs> I, you don't uh, have to. No. Well, I wasn't going to anyways. <laughs> he doesn't watch movies that he... No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I didn't even really like... I guess I liked the originals when I was, you know, 10 or 11 or whatever. How dare you. You know, those, those child shows. Yeah, I liked... Uh, Shuckle You know, Tommy Lee Jones. I was a fan of him back, back mm. in the day. But I don't know. I do think it's fine, interesting when it's called Men in Black and... You know, there's a woman, and that's confusing. Oh, and, oh. Then, and then they uh, you would specifically it address it in very in black. The, in you, the, uh, I think they actually comedically address it well in the in the trailer. You want to like, call it people in black or? Well, I mean, I think you should have thought ahead before you called it. <laughs> It'd be really black. weird. It'd be really weird if they just called it black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> So, so it's funny that you make that statement because I will only say one thing about Dark Phoenix. There is a line in which one of the characters says, it seems like the women do all the saving. We should be called ex-women. And I wanted to scream. Also, because that character who was a woman did absolutely nothing the entire movie. It was the man who saved Well, them. well the actress who's in Men in Black, I'm forgetting her name. She plays Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, she actually tried to get them to change the movie's name from Men in Black to, um, like, People in Black or Person in Black or something like that. You need to stop. Yeah. You need to stop. Yep. Which, <laughs> no, Men, I get it. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. get it. Like, yeah. I Men understand. in Black is based off of, like, a folklore kind of thing. Yeah. Like, why would you change that? So, I don't ever understand, and we don't need to get too deep into it, I don't ever <laughs> understand why, because, you know, maybe people hate us, why if something is already established as a thing, then there becomes this social uproar Everybody's about it. Be it's it's different. Yeah, it's different if this was the first ever Men in Black movie yes. and they called it Men in Black and it was a man and a woman. They they probably wouldn't have they probably would have called it something else. Yes. But this is established lore on a movie called Men in Black, which was about like two men that wore black suits like yeah. that was kind of what it was about and, it, it was, and, yeah, and it was the lore the of the, the like, men in black the yeah. men in black and with the secret society yeah. yes yeah so you i agree, call I agree it, with uh, that. I get people it. in black yeah or pibs or pibs i definitely think <laughs> called them pibs i'd be in and, and then one of them could, is there could be doctors oh come on man i was about to make that joke snuck in there and got it i know what you're talking about dr pib dr pib it's a Knock, knock off, off Dr. Pepper. Knock, knock off. off. It's Mr. Pib. 
It is Mr. Wow. Is Mr. wow. <laughs> like, I really don't, still don't get the. Oh, that's why. That's right, Mr. Because we're idiots. We were, we were going to make <laughs> you and I were going to make the same bad joke. Was, we did. Yeah, that was great. we did make the same bad. But joke. But anyways, what have you been watching, Will? Well, so I I've watched a little bit of Comedy Bang Bang, but I definitely need to take a break from that. It's a it's a hard one to power through all the way. Oh yes. Yeah. So off the wall, you need a little bit of structure. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching uh, The Chef Show, which uh, I don't know if you saw Chef the movie, yeah. which was a Netflix original. Um, John oh, Favreau. Around John Favreau, yes. Just like wrote and directed. Do that not movie. watch that movie on an empty stomach because, oh my goodness, all that food is so good. Yeah, don't watch The, the Chef Show. So <laughs> it's. <clears throat> They kind of started just filming, not really knowing what they wanted to do. But what they did was they took Roy Choi, who was his uh, consultant for his preparation for chef. He basically taught him, you know, this is how a chef would do things. But Roy Choi actually is a very successful chef uh, who started in a in a food truck. So it kind of makes sense with with the direction of the movie. I absolutely love this show. I will say the first episode is the worst because... Uh, they so they have guests on the show like they cook with celebrities and the first one is Gwyneth Paltrow and they uh basically make everything vegetarian and you you get to witness this conversation where John Favreau's like trying to talk to her about the time she you know was in Spider-Man oh, and I she forgot she's like, was in Spider-Man like, I wasn't in Spider-Man he's like <laughs> yes you were you know and John Favreau's like so nice and polite and and he yeah. really cares about his, you know, his actors. And he was trying to like, remember when you did the, the scene and this scene? And she's so, like, so yeah. Spider-Man? That was so an to Iron her Man. credit, that scene is, she's in the movie for like five seconds. Yeah. And so, yeah. and the scene she's playing, she doesn't interact with Spider-Man. She interacts with Tony Stark Iron Man. Yeah. So, so it's, so I could see it of like. Do you remember the scene? And you're like, wasn't that an Iron Man? And it was just like, I was in Spider-Man. If I don't it, remember. If it Spider-Man. wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow, I would give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. But Gwyneth Paltrow. Just because of how like. She, Gwyneth Paltrow's in the same realm as uh, Yannicka Jansen. You know, uh, the lady who played the original Jean Grey in X-Men. Oh, okay. Um, of just like. Of just like. Drama queen. Uh, who's the other. Uh, she was on Grey's Anatomy, the blonde haired chick. The person who played the main character? Uh, no, not no. She's Crazy. in uh, she's in a bunch of other uh, rom com movies. Anyways, um, they are blacklisted just because they are just giant pains in the butt. Oh, okay. And Gwyneth Paltrow isn't so much pain in the butt as a person, but in her beliefs, mm. where like, like she believes in like crystals and yeah, like healing. like she's she sells credit cards that you put underneath your plate and they take calories away from your food. That's uh, hmm. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's insane, but, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they took like a dish that um, you know they wanted to make a pepper pot, you know, because ah, it's cute pots. and everything. But they took something that was like a meat dish and turned it into a vegetarian. Which um, I don't know. Every time I try to just eat only vegetables, I'm always like, "Where's uh, where's the food? When does the rest come?" <laughs> but uh, the other half of the episode is actually them making Cubanos with Bill Burr, which is fantastic. Bill and Burr is so funny. Bill, man, if you, I, I just feel like if you hung out with Bill Burr, he wouldn't have to try to be funny, but you'd be laughing the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah, that I guy agree, is yeah. hilarious. But the uh, <clears throat> there are other like it gets better and better as you go, and 
they spend a lot of time in Austin, which is really cool for me because that's um, where my family lives. And they actually go to Robert Rodriguez's house and he cooks for them. He's got this pizza oven in his house. Like which a, is like a like a whole brick, brick oven. It's yeah. just like right in his kitchen. That's and awesome. He's I guess he's uh, had Guillermo del Toro over, and uh, he's ate like five pizzas literally, and was just mm-hmm. like, "Keep them coming, bro." <laughs> and uh, that's how he talks. Yeah, that 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 was Robert Rodriguez's <laughs> impression oh, really? of him. That's yeah, hilarious. They're but both Spanish. <laughs> I I really found keep them coming. That. <laughs> Like that interaction really inspiring because Robert Rodriguez, he learned how to make pizza and he mm-hmm. just does it really well. And he was talking about how he uh, wanted to learn to make chocolate. So he took all these online courses and just started making a bunch of chocolate. And in Battle Angel or Alita Battle Angel, like she when she chocolate. first, yeah, that's he made chocolate. that. He made oh, that chocolate. Awesome. Yeah. But he was just saying, you know, like all of these creative, you know, all these things I do, it's it's all creative and it all kind of ties together and it kind of gives you another inroad towards your main, your main thing. So I found it really inspiring and there's other stuff in, uh, that they do in Austin, like, uh, Franklin's barbecue is something I'd heard about a Mm -hmm. lot about and I didn't realize it, but in the movie, the owner is actually in that movie giving him briskets and it's a pretty long interaction. And that dude's really cool. He's just like supernatural, not starstruck at all. Just having fun talking to, you know, John Favreau, like he's just another dude, you know? I wonder if they're going to have Maynard Keenan, uh, lead singer of Tool. That'd be cool. He does he, wine, right? He does wine. He has a couple of restaurants, and he's also got stuff in Texas as well. So yeah. I, I'd be... Yeah, kind of all... Yeah, because I know he uh, his wine is called the Chupacabra, and it I think he featured it at South by oh, Southwest. Oh, yeah, that uh, Mexican lizard thing, the Chuba thingy. <laughs> it's more of a rabbit it, it means, it mean, <laughs> nah, it means It means... Devil chicken. What did I tell you Devil about? Chicken. Make it up those mythical animals. <laughs> Gotta love but, references. Yeah, so I, I'm i really loving that show. I, I highly recommend it. I love food, and I really like John Favreau. I've been watching him for years and just kind of seeing him develop. I don't think I've ever seen him on camera and not really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's, yeah um, I enjoy John Favreau. He just seems like a, a cool dude, yeah. and he's actually spends a lot of time trying to cook and stuff and you get a real feel for him learning from Roy Choi and like actually impressing the chefs, but he's like super humble about it. And That's awesome. I love it. And before I got here, I, uh, I started watching uh, murder mystery, which is a Netflix original. So I've seen it last, I, like I haven't actually seen it last week. You asked me like you asked us like what our guilty pleasure pleasures were. And I, I, I said seven brides for seven brothers, which is true, but also like any Adam Sandler Netflix original, I love. <laughs> oh yeah, I that's love. right. That's this this murder mystery is With Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston yeah. and Adam Sandler, where like they go away to like a hotel or something, and it's literally like Clue that, the so, movie. Yeah, they they meet like this guy on a plane who invites them to this you know boat basically, and it's basically like. If Happy Madison made Clue, that's what this movie is. Yeah. And I, I I haven't finished it yet because I had to come here and, you know, talk about it. But uh, it's... Uh, You're excited to finish I, it? I'm very it satisfied with what I saw. Just really good jokes. It's natural. I think there's something special about comedians after they've kind of already proven themselves. They just do the things they want to do. Like Norm MacDonald. 
I think is funnier now than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Especially as the slime in that <laughs> Seth MacFarlane move show. Yeah. I don't remember Seth what show. What is that called? Orville. Or- yeah. Orville. Orville. That's Orville. right. Yeah. And I don't know. Norm MacDonald, like his standup is phenomenal. But I see I see the same thing with Adam Sandler where it's, it's like funny. he's just having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, I finally caught up to you guys. I saw Always, uh, Will You Always, uh, was it Always Be, always my, be baby. my Baby? Oh, cool. Um, watch it with my wife. Now I'm, it's literally one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. I'm behind. Awesome. I'm behind. Wasn't that Keanu? Uh, it's Keanu. You guys, I misinterpret how you put out Keanu. You said it's Keanu on steroids. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I didn't say I, that. I just felt like it I was said, just... I said it's uh, Keanu acting like a douchey Keanu. Okay. Yeah. I missed that part. So when he like showed up, I thought it was just going to be like Keanu being Keanu. No. No, he's a dick in this movie. Yeah. It's, just like it's, it's it, it is a satire yeah, of, of like the the stereotypical yes. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he plays it fantastic. Yes. I, absolutely. I but totally the fact that you. he's playing himself as that character which he probably is not like in real life was great. Right. Yeah, totally. The other thing is is that I thought Randall Park was really good in this movie. I did too. I thought he was incredibly funny because he did it a lot of times because this was a movie that both him and Ali Wong wrote and produced like they did the whole nine yeah and they went to netflix with it and they did it and when you have two comedians ali wong at the top of a game and randall park obviously being really funny sometimes they try to be too funny and they try to make too much jokes and this movie felt very real very natural yeah and Mm -hmm. the jokes that randall park made felt natural within the moment that that didn't that's what it was like if it didn't feel as like how he is with fresh off the boat where it's just over the top hilarious this felt yeah it just literally felt like i was just one of their friends and i could i like i believed every character Mm -hmm. um and i loved how the how his music really fit his character mm -hmm. i thought that was like such a interesting nuance that worked so well with who he actually was in the movie yeah absolutely i think obviously in any romantic comedy you have to take liberties in certain things yeah but I thought they did their best of making it real. And again, it's based around food with her being a chef and opening restaurants and um, having that culture side of it, like where he has the conversation with her of like, you know, real Korean food, real Chinese food, Asian cuisine is served in a giant bowl, not in a yeah. small plate. He's like, I have no idea how I ate $6,400 worth of food and I'm still hungry. <laughs> like, like did, yeah. did you enjoy a shredder as his dad? Yeah, Jane Sato. Yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah, he was. Uh, I used the uh, the game you used me with my wife. I'm like, can you guess what movie he's in? She's <laughs> nice. like, I have no idea. Can you tell me? I'm like, he does Shredder in the first scene. She's like, I knew I heard that voice somewhere. And then uh, I did. So you know at the top of the roof in Teenage Mutant Ninja when he like charges at uh, Splinter? He's like, <laughs> I did that. I'm always like, stop being stupid. I'm like, that's the greatest celebrity impression I've ever given in my entire life. It was a spot on Shredder on top. Because it's just, as he says, it's a Roku. Saki. Like, <laughs> I love it. It was so good. He was excellent in this movie. Mm. He was, I love that he fell in love with an impersonator of somebody. He, Diana Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross. He's like, I'm a big Diana Ross fan and like fell in love with a Diana Ross impersonator. Anyways, apparently I do need to see this movie. So. It's funny. Like that, that that line in it too is really funny of like uh where they're at Ali Wong's 
parents are uh, like got a some gifts for like their cousin's birthday party, one of the little kids' cousin birthday party, and um, when she was a kid, her parents were never there, mm-hmm. but now they like sold a bunch of stuff and now they're retired. So they're able to, they're trying to make up for things Yeah, and they bought the kid. They're like, look what they did for my kid. They bought a Diana Ross impersonator. <laughs> but the kid's only like seven years old. Um, and then like he, she's talking to the cousin. She's like, really? Why Diana Ross? And he, he was like, because she's cheaper than Beyonce. So, <laughs> like there's just like, yeah. again, like it's excellent writing yeah. where it was really good. And also my wife cried like six times during the it movie. Is. Like that's my wife. Good for her. Yeah, she like, yeah, like she like cried a whole bunch. I was like, there was uh, there's one moment when she started crying. I'm like, are you crying right now? She's like, yeah, this is sad. I'm like, well, no, it's she's not. also pregnant, so there might be. That's that's a good point. No, my wife would have done it. Okay. Not <laughs> like, that. Man. I can promise you. That I can promise you. Uh, but that was really good. That was my big main watch this week, and I nice. was like, okay, this is great. Like I said last week, it was one I was gonna watch with my wife, and I'm happy I did. She she thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You cool. should definitely watch it. All right, question of the week. I'm ready. So, I have a question for the question of the week. Oh, uh, my original like a, question. Like a meetup question? Yeah. Qualifying question. My original question, uh, the question I wrote down for this week, I had a feeling that I asked it before, so I changed the question. You should probably write these down. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, yeah, should yeah. we try to guess our answers <laughs> yeah. before? Yeah, right. Uh, pepper bacon, did, cheeseburger, did I uh, Digimon. Ever, did I ever <laughs> ask... <laughs> Did I ever ask you guys if you guys were of a movie about your life was being made, what actor would play you? Uh, no. I vaguely remember I think this is a like question this. we've discussed. See, that's my thing is I don't know where we've drawn that. So now we have two questions a week. Okay. First question is, if a movie was being made about you, your life, what actor would play you? So it's got to be fairly realistic, but Hollywood realistic. Daniel Radcliffe. That's a good, <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. Harry Potter, right? Yeah, Harry Potter. So while Ben's thinking, either Ryan Hurst or Michael C. Hall, because I've been told I look just like both of those guys. How about Ben Cooper? No, <laughs> he doesn't look anything like me. Uh, Chris, not no. Oh no, not Chris, no. Uh, <laughs> if he can play Robin, he can play you. No, I'm gonna try uh, to mention him as much as I can. It's <laughs> uh, the only way people do. Guardians, Chris Pratt. Hemsworth? Yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Chris well, I Pratt. think again, like if they were making a Hollywood movie, I think that again, like you can Hollywood fi things. Mm-hmm. So I am not exactly the greatest. My wife will go to bat for me. My wife told me I am a mix, or I've been told by a couple of people I am a mix of Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack Black. Okay. So either of those, if Jack He's Black could be a little bit, well. Michael has been in movies, so I think he'd just play you. Who? Michael, Michael from, from Achievement Hunter. Achievement Hunter. That's, that Michael is really Jones. good. Michael yeah, Michael Jones. Jones, him and I literally could be yeah. brothers. Like, yeah, totally. We do look like he's he's like me if I was born in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, Michael Jones would play. <laughs> well, you guys get all these cool actors. <laughs> hey, Michael Jones has been in movies. If you saw Jack Black when he was younger, Jack Black yeah, yeah, when yeah. he's younger looks like me. Yeah. when I Like, we look very, very similar. I, yeah. I used to look like Jack Black. Or I could get Mitchell Trubisky, the Bears That's quarterback, right, yeah. to play me because we also look identical. There's you could play a Mitchell baseball Trubisky. player who looks just like me also, but I, I don't know okay. his name. There you go. Michael showed it to me, but I don't know. So second question of the week. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, this is one I know we've, I think we've talked before, but I want to put it on a podcast. Okay. And also get your guys' feedback on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you guys follow us, or in person. Question of the week is a hot dog a sandwich? No. I hate this question. No. So much. No, no. it's not. Okay. Why? I say, I say no as well. Okay. Why? Uh, is it called it's a open? Is it, it called a sandwich? But bun? what about what about an open face sandwich? It's uh, that's, no, a pita. that's still different because your angles are different. What you mean, your what are different your angles? Your angles. So like <clears throat> the your you have two vertical pieces of bread versus having it horizontal. What about a subway sandwich? You cut that in half. What are you talking about? No, you don't. They, that's that's the same. They they don't cut it fully across. They still leave one half. You're you're still horizontal though. Oh, you're talking about cut. You can eat it long ways. If I don't you think you to. understand what I'm saying. Like a hot dog, you have a slit in the bun and you lay it down so the buns, the two buns are laid horizontally so they're sticking up in the air. Whereas with a sandwich, they are always laid down horizontal. I don't know anyone who eats it. Oh, I see. I way. see what you're saying. <laughs> but what happens when? But the question is, you can have a hot dog outside. What happens if you do a hot dog in like a piece of bread, just folded? It's called a hot dog. No, that's uh, they have a name for that in Texas. I think it's called like a a wrap a wrap around or <laughs> a real no, reach around. When, uh, it's also it's a hot dog. And? Yeah, to me, to me, a hot dog, the it, bun doesn't need to be included. Yeah, it's a hot dog. The bun is just extra. Okay, but a when it's put in a bun, be... is it a hot dog sandwich? No, it's just no, a, it's hot, a hot, dog hot dog on a bun. I don't know. I'm and they f- they also call it hot dog buns. They don't call it. Sandwich hot buns. dog sandwiches. What happens if you cut a hot dog up and you put it in a sandwich? Then is it a hot dog sandwich? Yes. It's just meat and sandwich. <laughs> you don't call it a hot dog sandwich, you just so, call it a sandwich. So the reason why, bologna, I've it? actually asked this question multiple times yeah. to multiple people, but again, the reason why I brought it up is I read an article today. There's a TV show called AP Bio that follows Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis from Always Sunny in yeah. Philadelphia, and it has um, Patton Oswalt. And okay. as well, Pat Oswalt was being interviewed, and they asked him a couple questions. And one of the f- questions they asked him is a hot dog a sandwich, and he gave the answers that you gave. But then the people were just like, "What happens when the bun breaks and it becomes that horizontal style?" And he I get f- a new bun. And then he flipped, and he said, "In that case, then yes, it would be a hot no, dog. it's so still a hot dog." So my question is, do you, you said you chop it up, right? The hot dog. If you yeah. chopped it up. If you, I was, I was saying hypothetically. So if, I mean, if you do, then you're going to lay the circles down horizontally. No, I got you. But when the when, when it's in a sandwich, it's just meat, and it's a sandwich. It's not called a hot dog do you sandwich. Eat, do you eat a hot dog with the meat facing up? No, I mean, if you imagine a hot dog on a plate, it's always no, no, no. I got you. Bones. But when you eat it, you turn it, don't you? Like you would not eat like, it. Normally. No, no, you eat it cylindrically. Oh, I never, I've never eaten a hot dog like that. That's the weirdest thing I yeah. ever heard. No, I've I want never... meat. On, I want, I want bread on top, meat and bread on no, bottom. No, you eat, you eat. With I don't the, want bread on separate sides yes, of my. That's exactly how you eat it. Maybe uh, that's why you think yeah. it's a sandwich. Whoa, You're eating whoa. hot dogs. You, I have never seen, <laughs> never anyone, seen anyone ever eat it like. Do that. Do you guys fold your pizza when you eat it? No. Yes. You're an animal. You can fit more in. Man. <laughs> I only do that with uh, the. Totino's pizzas, the frozen ones okay. that you can pretty much just fold in it's, half and eat. It's a hot dog. <laughs> if you can't fold the pizza, the slice isn't big enough. <laughs> a sandwich is a sandwich. A hot dog 
is a hot dog. But there's like a bunch of different styles of sandwiches, is what I'm saying. But there's no yeah, hot dog sandwiches. Sure. But there's no hot dog sandwiches. I bet there's a hot dog sandwich. No. It's just called bologna. No, I really think that's a hot dog sandwich <laughs> yes. if you cut it up exactly. and put it on two pieces no, no, of bread. No, no, no. It's just meat in a sandwich. Yeah, it's a hot dog. What kind of meat is Like you say, turkey sandwich, ham sandwich, it would be a hot dog sandwich. Yeah, BLT. A turkey hot dog sandwich. Turkey. It's just no one, guys, no one does it because it's disgusting, sandwich. so you would never yeah, hear it's someone a hot say. Dog. Because it goes on the whole thing of like, then you have sandwich wraps. At so that point, would it be... Just, they're just wraps. Kind of, what's the difference between Spam and a hot dog? Because you could have a like a Spam sandwich. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much a I mean, it's a good point. But, so a wrap is not a sandwich? No. A wrap is a wrap. That's a wrap it's on a this conversation. <laughs> Let's keep going. But then what would a burrito be? <clears throat> a wrap. So burrito, burrito is, is a wrap. It's a burrito. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because that was that's always what the oh, conversation see, now goes Now we're down gonna to. get into chimichangas. And, <laughs> exactly. And it's a whole it's a whole thing. That's why I love the question. Is because I love questions that are the so only, simple. The but only you one can, that I am adamant on and one hundred percent is the grilled cheese conversation. Which that is could be a different conversation. You put anything else but cheese in your grilled cheese, it is not a grilled cheese. Then it's a melt. It is a melt. Hmm. I would agree with you, That's, but uh, Stardust did call it a cheese and ham melt. Yes. Yeah. That That is interesting because when my wife makes grilled cheese and she's like, do you want ham in it? She calls it grilled cheese and ham. No. So. She's giving you a melt sound. No, yeah. you're right. I, I don't think you're wrong with that. That's Have excellent. you used mayonnaise in yours? No. Apparently I hear it's apparently it. really good. Instead of butter. I yeah. used to do that. Mustard and uh, I don't use using, butter in uh, the first place. Here's but. a little tip. Speaking of butter, replace butter when you make mac and cheese with with, with cream. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Uh, cream cheese instead of butter. And <laughs> okay. And mac. And I can't cheese. even hear you anymore. I just <laughs> I, I like. Oh, that ends that conversation. <laughs> moving on. Just moving on. I don't know. I'm not really big into cream cheese. So I'll, I'll keep cheese. using butter. Yeah, this is pretty food. good. All right. Have, have you guys heard of the Chef Show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of food. All right, here we go. Meat and potatoes time. This week we're talking about the, <laughs> the meat and potatoes. Ah! Uh, we're talking about the 1982 classic. We only talk about classics on this Ooh. podcast. The Dark Crystal. Dun, 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 Why are we doing Game of Thrones? Wait, wait, no, this is Dark Crystal, right? Yeah, this is Dark Crystal. People shut the podcast off right now. Yeah, that's the theme. Theme for Dark Crystal, right? Dark Crystal. Which is a... I actually can't hum the theme for Dark Crystal. So, it is... Do you, would you agree with this? The word. So I was looking up synopsis, and one of them I found called it a puppet animated high fantasy adventure film. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Directed by Jim Henson and Frank Oz, it stars the voices of Stephen uh, Stephen Garlick, Lisa <clears throat> Maxwell, Billy Whitelaw, Percy Edwards, and Barry Denon. The film was produced by ITC Entertainment and Henson Associates and distributed by Universal Pictures. The plot revolves around Jen, an elf-like Gelfling, on a quest to restore balance to his alien world by returning the lost shard of a powerful but broken gem. It was inspired by Brandon Froud, and the music was done by Trevor Jones. The Dark Crystal, what did you guys think? Trevor Jones. I've seen this movie so many times. Because of Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember it fondly. I'm 
it's a product of its time is, is what i'll say that okay. when it came out and it's it's in it's incredible well it's incredible <laughs> leaps across and stuff straight <laughs> once again I, he is, he is the better cooper it's, it's fine uh no it's i think it's the the elements it brought are incredible like the the puppeteering is so well done the all the creatures are unique and interesting it's to me really just the script writing the dialogue is just not the best uh and so it's a funny little thing that i'll tell you guys later okay in the interest of um, yeah. it's it's why i'm excited for the new series because it has all of those elements but with a production design that's and it looks more, more actiony it looks yeah. more actiony and i have a feeling that there are you know people who are writing the dialogue probably a little bit better yeah um that could be fun but i i know that it's i remember as a kid it was super scary and rewatching it, how much I'm realizing that this was a kids movie. Like it was definitely a more geared towards a younger audience type yeah, of movie. Absolutely. What about you, Will? We'll finish with Ben because I know yeah. how much this movie means to him. Um, I think it was a really cool endeavor uh, to kind of have this fantastic story and then decide to do it with only Muppets and no humans. That's a, a very tricky thing to do. Uh, because you don't, <clears throat> what, what really surprises me is how natural my brain instantly communicated that the voice talking is coming from this puppet and it felt like a character, which is a really difficult thing to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the Muppets are really well designed to where they express emotion quite well. Yeah. Where it really has a weakness is anytime there's an action movement they are not built to move fast and so anytime something like that happens i think you really lose a lot like when the uh the mystics walking to the castle <laughs> well i mean they conveniently are very gentle yeah. <laughs> creatures but like the when the skexis are having their uh, trial stone, of the stone, stone and they like they're tr- striking this stone with swords and i just kept thinking these things are not built to hold swords like that's the, not, the Garthins, right? Is that how you say it? No, the, oh, the crab, Garthins, the crab so. things. Yeah, Garins, Gartham, so, Garthams. I thought the way they moved was probably my favorite because you could tell it was a person in a suit, like mm-hmm. doing this weird crab-like. Yeah. But I agree with the ones that were a little bit Skeksis. more. Anytime that they had to hold, like a weapon yeah. of sorts, yeah. and, and even <laughs> I think the most hilarious scene was them eating. Like trying, uh, trying like, to, eat, but everything it's just supposed fell to out be messy. Mouth. But it was like there's no way you could get those noodles into that yeah. mouth. You, know, you could, yeah, you can actually, hands. and which I, it's one of the things I'm look hoping they do in the next one is yeah. like more Skeksis eating scenes. Please. Yeah, that'd be funny. I agree with you. I'm, I'm on the same line of you guys. Is that mine isn't so much like the overall story. Like I find the story very interesting. The plot that set up the world it tries to build. Um, it gave me. Like when I was watching it, I like when I watched this, I was I was realizing like, man, I haven't seen the Dark Crystal in maybe like twenty years. I think like the last time I watched it, it's was when been I was like a 10. it's been a while. I completely forgot like the whole plot line of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of remembered it from being a kid, and I actually have a question about that here in a little bit. But it gave me this feeling of Star Wars and Dune, mm-hmm. and obviously mm-hmm. Labyrinth, which yeah. 
that's to no one's surprise, but it felt like it could have, like, literally it felt like it could be a planet in a Star Wars movie yes. that you traveled to. Every single set piece was handcrafted and built, yeah. like, even the plants and stuff, and when they're on the boat mm-hmm. and water, it's all in a set that's been meticulously down to the last piece yeah. and created. One of my favorite TV shows growing up was Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not for going. Uh, Fraggle Rock. Oh, oh yeah, I was yeah. about I to love say. Fraggle Rock. Okay, not for going. I was going to say that's a movie. Not for uh, Fraggle Rock. I love Fraggle Rock. And mm-hmm. again, this same exact thing. It's like the style of it was a lot of fun. It had that whimsical uh, feeling to it. But I had to watch this movie. I literally finished it like three minutes before you guys walked in. <laughs> um, I had to watch it with subtitles on because I had a hard oh. time hearing what people were saying, understanding yeah. what they were saying at certain moments. Really. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm also. Maybe. I'm getting old. Well, uh, I'm just wondering if it's just the versions we have. No. So for me, I started to pick things up towards the end. It was kind of just the first part, like, like when it was the, the story with that narrator. Okay. But then also when the anytime Skeksis yeah. were trying to the talk, Skeksis, yeah. they so were a little. They were a little bit harder to yeah. follow with how they were talking. So I'm gonna say this now. Uh, when they created the movie. The Skeksis didn't speak English. The Mystics and the Skeksis didn't speak English. They showed it to a bunch of people. The kids were super confused. They kept asking their parents, like, what are they saying? So they went in and meticulously looked at every mouth movement and created dialogue for that oh, in English. Really so they were not supposed to Yeah, they to had, speak. like, their own, like, secret language. And there wasn't, like, were... subtitles. It was just, like, you're supposed to pick up on what's going on by the actor's movement. That was actually one of the things I thought was really good about the movie was how how the character the voice actors really made certain uh vocal nuances for each character and they're all so drastically different like mm-hmm. i thought agra did really mm-hmm. well even though she was i think really o- annoying, i think ogra she was she supposed walked to be around English. like a pregnant lady yeah. like she would always do that weird <laughs> squat, squat, <laughs> she, <laughs> so she created the world Oh really? Yeah. The, oh, like the, the actress, the uh, no, no, <laughs> the, no, the uh, character, the, the character. character. She created the world. That's yeah, and her son caused the the crystal to split. So, so there's like a whole backstory with uh, graphic novels that. Explain, yeah, I knew. Like, I knew that. Um, one of the guys connected to it tried to get a sequel going and mm-hmm. wrote a whole bunch of stuff, and that yep. turned there's into three graphic novels. For graphic that novels also. as there's, well. There's ones after the movie, and then ones that create is, is the world creation and agra is like the first being that came to be and she created life and she had a son because she was lonely and then these alien beings come to the earth by accident and can't get back and they're like ethereal and uh, high above everybody hmm. and her son was like i don't trust these guys they got some nefarious thing going on and they keep being focused on this crystal and then he goes and like cracks it and it splits their uh, their their, their, their evil that they were trying to hide and then their good selves the mystics yeah um which is again some of my favorite parts of the movie my favorite scene in the entire movie is the when the scientist skexies gets uh, attacked by all the animals that Kira calls on <laughs> yeah. and falls in and then gets burned up and then all the mystics walking, the guy yeah. just like turns to flame, they all turn at him and then they just turn right back and they keep walking. <laughs> they don't even say anything. I'm like, that's just the big most baller move I've ever seen anyone. I, I loved, because when that happened, we all were like, 
Step on them, boys. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> You're just like, well, all right, you know. Hey, when so, it's our, like, even when uh, uh, the Skeksis get stabbed, yeah, the like, other guy's like, huh? On my hand. Yeah, my hand's bleeding. <laughs> no. Like, but I like the world is yeah. just one of those ones that was for, for fun me, to go back it, to. It's not even the Skeksis. Uh, it's actually Jen's dialogue that I had the problem the most with. Not okay. necessarily. Yeah, voice it's. Actor. It's just it, like, it was back in the day when they kept trying to do the inner monologue. Yes. Yeah, and it and just sounds weird. I think out my loud. favorite was when he's standing up. He's like, "I don't want to go on this journey alone." Well, I guess I'm going on alone. I was like, like "Why imme- was, immediately? Why is this, why immediately. Is this sentence yeah, yeah. even here?" <laughs> just like, just don't have that second sentence. I'm mm-hmm. just like the I don't want to do this alone. And then he has that moment, but just right after, well, looks like I'm going alone. I was like, <laughs> ugh. To be fair, this movie was directed by Jim Henson and Frank Oz. And that's my thing is like, I know that they're like, script writing isn't probably their best strength and and dialogue, the world building and the story of it all is really cool. And and this was uh, backwards for most movies where they saw uh, Brian Froud's creations Mm -hmm. and they created the movie around that. Yeah, a singular image. They saw an image that Brandon Fowd drew, and Jim Henson's like, yeah. "I want to build a world around this," which which is admirable. Which is why I love <laughs> everything around it, um, except for just the dialogue. And it was supposed to be the Dark Chrysalis, referring to the Skeksis' rule over the world, but Brian Fowd misunderstood and drew a dark crystal. That's so they created the world around that. that. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Ben? What what are you? What are your thoughts and opinions on the movie, uh, and why this, is it so special? Love this. Wor- uh, movie since I was really little when I first saw it on the shelf of was that Hollywood video back in the day and it had a blockbuster it, blockbuster one of those it had a a Disney kind of case but it was green and bright and just really gravitated towards it and I don't know I just I loved those more darker kids movies m- more drawn to them and it just captured my imagination from a young age and watching like the documentary stuff about it it's amazing the feats they went through to make this and just cool little uh little tidbits here and there like um uh the camera operator this was his last movie he ever the cinematographer it was his last movie he ever did and then he retired but he had uh special lenses that had a little bit of purple or color on the end of it and Rewatching again, I was like, "Oh yeah, I can kind of see it. Like it gives it the whole world and movie this otherworldly feel to it." It does remind me of a time when shaky cameras was not a thing, and I I miss those days of just like setting a camera up and just having the scene play out without trying yeah. to manipulate it so that way certain things aren't. Shaking. Yeah, there's a ton of cuts and yeah, yeah, and totally. just seeing all the behind the scenes making of like uh like the Gartham. They, after every shot, those actors had to be hung up because like the turtles, they were like 80 pound uh, fiberglass uh, creations. Those hard shells. Yeah, they had to actually like hang them, the actors up. So they're just be hanging. (laughs) So they didn't have to carry around. So they didn't have to do that. That was great. And then uh, the Skeksis, the actors are inside with this specially made monitor on their chest so they could see their movements outside of it being filmed to be able to act do you have any more interesting facts that you came across uh one of them that i found out 
recently when I watched uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, the uh, ghost of Christmas past, they reused Kira's uh, puppet. I thought she looked familiar. They put her underwater, so she had like an ethereal kind of look to it. But yeah, yeah, they reused her. That was pretty cool. Which one's Kira? Is that the the female? It's a female Geffling. I love... I love when they introduce her wings and then Jimmy's like, why don't I have wings? And she's like, because you're a boy. And I went, yep, that would be the conversation. Like, literally, that would be like, natural... like a boy who's never seen a girl. Like, yeah. why don't I have boobs? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're a boy. And it's like, oh, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> like, it just, and I, I loved how natural that conversation was of just like, oh, I had to do this special magical thing. It's like, nope, just gelfing females have wings. So I've heard two things this week that are going to stick to me. It's stick uh, to me for a long time. Mm-hmm. One of them, I was watching a workout video and someone was talking about when they're a beginner, like someone's like, you can't flex bone. And the idea <laughs> that if you're skin and bone and people are trying to flex, yeah. it's like you have no muscle and you can't flex bone. Yeah. So that just someone saying you can't flex bone, that's going to stick with me for a very long time. The other one was in this movie when Kira asks Jen what's writing, and he says it's words that stay. stay. That yeah. was powerful. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, I've never even like. If yeah. someone's like, what is writing? I'm like, I uh, like. I would go in like it's like the physical embodiment, visual of speaking. Like I'll go, of but speech, like yeah. just how simple, simplistic, and powerful of him just saying it's words that stay. And I was like, that's that's gonna stay with me. And I thought that was really really cool from this movie. That's the, yeah, the the gel feelings were like a conduit to the world because it's so otherworldly, but they try to keep them as human looking as possible, but still look alien. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Um, one that I want to bring up because you and I are kind of akin with, and by you and I, I'm pointing to Ben, uh, with scary movies. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this movie, not Andrew, not me at all. Well, you're not a big horror movie guy. I love horror movies. What are you talking about? Nah, you're not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, get out of here. Come over with but do you me, like, Andrew. <laughs> okay. But do you like B horror movies? Yes. I, th- I thought, all right, my bad, Andrew. <laughs> Anyways, Ben, you and I, yeah. Uh, yeah. no one else in this pod, on this no. podcast. <laughs> Nobody else. Lady uh, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, you like, I kill, I'll kill you. Uh, where I felt like this movie, and then I wrote down a couple that I remember watching as a kid that were the same line, Black Cauldron, Black Cauldron which was 1985, yeah. Secret of Nim, mm-hmm. 1982, yeah, that's- and- I don't know if you watched this one, but this is the other one that stuck with me is A Troll in Central Park. Yeah. Like this darker style. Dom, Dom, all of, Pretty much all of Don Bluth. Yeah. All Don Bluth. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah. Like kind of that darker, grittier. Where Page like, Master. That's what I, I, I... Page Master for certain elements, yes. I feel is really missing in the I world the these days yeah, is that movie. people are just so protective of their kids and it's like... Kids, it's okay for kids to be scared of a movie. He wanted them to be scared. Yeah, like he wanted to Jim base Hansen this off wanted, of. Uh, yeah. He based it off like the grim fairy tales. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like that. That was the idea of that. You can tell fantastical, wonderful. Like you said earlier, Andrew. It's a kids movie, but yeah. like I like when I think of this movie because I haven't watched it in twenty years. The first time I watched it in twenty years, like when every time I talked about the Dark Crystal, it had that horror element mm-hmm. in my mind. Like I remember being yeah. afraid of this movie when I was a kid, and it, it's special in that moment. It has that type of um, emotion attached to it that is so much different than every other 
movie of the type that it, um, that you mm-hmm. see. Like when you watch Disney or Pixar and this, they're supposed to be fun, loving. Sometimes you cry, this, that, but it's never a, f- a fear. And that's what these movies, like like Anastasia. Like did you guys ever yeah. watch Anastasia? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the same thing of like, there's just these certain movies that just stick with you just a little bit more because of that well? style. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I didn't know if like any other movies came to mind for to, you guys. To your credit with the horror thing, my favorite Don Bluth movie is not horror at all, so I understand. What's your favorite Don Bluth? Titan A.E. His I'll last one. His last one. I'll I love kill you. you kill. I love that. Movie. I'll kill you. It's a, it's a it's a fun well, movie. Okay, what uh, did Matt Damon you, is the main character? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, are you trying to help the movie? Yeah, or? it's okay. wonderful. Uh, are there any other like? Do you guys remember any children's movie that stuck with you in the same way that this did, as far as like the fear style, or did we kind of? For me, on? it was Page Master because oh, okay. since I was younger at, when it was coming out, uh, I do remember the ending of that movie being like pretty pretty crazy. But I haven't watched it in a while. Christopher Lloyd, my friend. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Roger, not Roger. Yeah. Is it Roger? Who, who Roger, 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 Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Rockadoodle. Oh, Rockadoodle. Yeah, Rockadoodle. Dude, I love Secret Rockadoodle. Secret Name was another yeah. one. Yeah, Secret Name right stuck around with me. Uh, American Tale. Mm. Five Goes West. Five Goes not West. I watched a lot. Not as scary. No, 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 no. Not as scary. Great math. Uh, we're just talking. We're just talking about Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, Great Mouse Detective actually has a. The first American Tale like was very dark and depressing yeah. mm-hmm. the uh first time walking through or first time walking through watching, watching it yeah uh cats don't dance that was huh? a pretty crazy hollywood <laughs> have you not seen that movie no i have it's not a, seen cats so don't dance. it's I a musical do, he's not gonna watch it no i i am just letting you know this is a movie that your daughter would love oh yeah to the ends sure. of the earth cats don't dance look it up you'll have to show it to her <laughs> Dude, I've, uh, already, it, I've, like, dude, I've already seen Balto oh, no, Wolf no. Quest yeah. like it's 78 times. A, I don't know if I need It's a cat who to... wants to be like a oh, wait, no, uh, Broadway actor. And Where so, the like, streets are paid with gold. Yeah, he wants to be a Broadway actor. And so like he goes on to like the... Finds out there's like this whole play about Noah's Ark. And it's like all these animals and stuff. Yeah, it's And great. the animals are traded like a lower class. Yes. Can you guys... So this just reminds me because my daughter has watched Bolt. You guys know yes. Bolt the Dog? You know that was nominated for Best Animated Movie that year? Yeah. Really? Has I just remember Turbo. John Travolta? Yeah, John Travolta has a couple. Uh, I think the James Wood. movie? Yeah. <laughs> James Oh, <Wood>. Turbo? Turbo. <laughs> uh, uh, back to the kind of disturbing, quote-unquote, kids movies, uh, Ralph Bashke's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, yes, absolutely. Fire and Ice, Wizards. Yeah, Wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember? I don't know if that was big in your childhood or all or anything. I was actually going to say Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like that, uh, was it? It's uh, Christopher Lloyd, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 When he dies and his eyes are popping out of his head, that turns out when I was a kid. Really I yeah. miss, yeah. Um, who's the main actor in that movie? Uh, Bob Hoskins. Man. Yeah, yeah, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. I miss, like, like that's one of those guys oh, where. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Like, that was pretty yeah. dark. I mean, it wasn't that's a great true. movie, but it was pretty dark for, yeah, like, for kids. Yeah, for a kid's movie. Kid's movie. Yeah. I, I to- yeah, I totally agree with you there. Treehouse Hostage. I don't even. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally oh, kidding. There was one I was really terrified of. I hated that my parents showed me it for so long. Can you describe uh, it? Ernest. 
Ernest Scared oh, Stupid. Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. The Halloween one. Yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, yeah, where they would was, steal the children. Terror- and then like, turn them into like little toys. Yeah, things. turn them into little toys. I was same, absolutely terrified. Choo-choo, bang, bang. All right. This is why Ben, <laughs> ben and I are a kid. Yes. Someone else. Uh, not, not so much. The, the kid's stature is scary. Uh, and, and I brought it up before, maybe on a, on a game on the game podcast but a uh, mutant monster league or yes. something like it was a pretty dark show and i don't know how i saw it but i saw an episode and it stuck with me for like i was drawing pictures of mutants oh, dismembering wow. each other and i was just obsessed with it but i only saw that one episode and my parents would not let me see it again <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i can tell you that ben showed me a temple of doom when Ooh, yeah. i was like four. Oh, wow. kalima yeah. and then kalima. when my parents found out Indy, cover your heart. I, 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 was, I, I was babysitting a lot of times, and yeah. I that's when I got to see this movies the parents would and, and then he would show them to me and my sister, and then like I was like the one that was like, I'm not going to tell them. And then my sister would start describing the movies we were watching, and I was like, no, you don't tell them. I remember watching Spawn when I was a little kid as well. Oh, wow. But that's not a kid's movie, though. No. But just, again, just stuck along those lines. So, question for you guys. Is this... So it's kind of a not a two parter, but there's two different. Is this Jim Henson's best movie, or is it Jim, or is it your favorite Jim Henson movie? I think so, it's both. Yeah, he, he even said this was his favorite he ever worked on. So obviously, Jim Henson, like you have Labyrinth, you have Dark Crystal, you have all the Muppets movies. Pretty much, I don't know if like if any of the specific Muppets movies or any of those movies stick out more for you as far as like Jim Henson is concerned. Muppet Treasure Island is oh, his best. And my that would be my second. Um, yeah. For me, I would say it is his best, but it's not my favorite. Uh, it's his best as a Jim Henson movie. Like that's that's where I will go with that of what he wanted. This is peak prime best Jim Henson. I love the Labyrinth. Like I love that movie. Um, Fun fact: Never seen Labyrinth. Yeah, really. Me neither. I, I, uh, it solidified solidified my. Really want to see David Bowie's codpiece? Yeah, that's all I heard about it. But I heard like, doesn't David Bowie like steal a child and then the sister has to go rescue it? That's all. Well, he doesn't. Does David Bowie sing in it? He doesn't steal. She offers him up. Yes, not knowing that she's offering him up. Oh, that he would. Okay, I got you. Does he sing in it? Yes. Then I'm out. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I literally i it's, don't like singing it's a musical <laughs> okay There's, oh oh it's yeah, a musical they're, they're like i'm the guy who shows up 30 minutes late to church to miss worship <laughs> <laughs> i'm just there to listen to the message my friend i'm cool with that. <laughs> that's just like i'm just like i'm not a i'm not a music guy it, it solidified my love for david bowie as oh, okay. as a musician that's like, awesome because you're you're a big david bowie i fan. love david bowie yeah. and this star man yeah I, it brought me into it and I, I remember I you it. seeing I, the Starman, Starman, and you being like, "I bought it." Yeah, you're just like, yeah. "This is incredible." Yeah, I was like, "Oh wow, I didn't know he was gonna be." <laughs> like, there was a wood crafter who crafted uh, the Starman from uh, Mario, and it has the Starman paint from, from David Bowie. Yeah, David the Bowie. the star. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I think I remember you bringing that home from yeah, like uh, absolutely Comic Con or yeah. something. So yes, I like Comic-Con. I'm a fan of the yeah. uh, Flight of the Concords. David mentioning Bowie. Yes. <laughs> David Bowie's. David what you doing space? now, Bow Wow? <laughs> So for me, my favorite Jim Henson is Christmas Carol. Okay. Yeah. That's I love a great one. I, that is, I love the Christmas Carol story, and I think that's the best version. Um, and Michael Caine is incredible in that movie. Michael the Muppets Caine. are fun. 
my favorite moment is Gonzo, of course. So, <laughs> and Gonzo has the coolest part in uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. So, I'm upset. I'm a, I actually don't like Kermit. So, the less Kermit, and you don't get a lot of Kermit in Christmas oh, yeah, Carol, the, I'm all about it. That was it. the first Muppet movie that didn't center around Kermit. Yeah. And I like I was yeah. very happy about it. I, I really liked uh, Rizzo the Rat in that movie. It was great. Rizzo yeah, and Rizzo, Gonzo Rizzo and Gonzo are so yeah. good together. And then the crab in the later ones. Yes, the crab. Yeah, uh, yeah the crab Smoking is really Smoking bug for you, okay? The, I the, didn't know you cared. The crab is really funny. Also, I'm not a big Miss Piggy fan either. Mm-hmm. So, either. But the less Kermit you have, the less Miss Piggy you have, and I'm all about it. Uh, Fizzgig. Um, who was it? Uh... Jim didn't want her to have a pet, but because Miss Piggy had her dog, um, what's his name wanted her to have a pet. Frank Oz wanted her to have a pet. He was very much against it, but then finally. For those who do not know, Frank Oz also was Yoda. Yeah, the voice of Yoda. He's the voice voice of a ton of things. If you watch the uh, behind the scenes of, like, or deleted scenes of Agra. His voice that he does before they add in the other voice actor is it's just Yoda's. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, funny. And that's the other thing about Dark Crystal is there's a ton of deleted stuff mm-hmm. that has not come out for a lot of people to see. So that's just kind I of. I cool highly recommend know. the documentary. I think it's like the world of Dark Crystal. It's That'd really, be really good. interesting to see. Yeah, I yeah. This isn't one of those movies I would be like. Even though it's, in my opinion, not the greatest movie, but learning more about it and how it was shot and filmed, mm. like that's very interesting to me for, for sure. Um, so, question again: Is Jim Hansen one of, if not the most game-changing people ever in the history of film? And what He's I mean, one of, and what I mean I, by this I is, I think yes, because wow, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, what I mean is like. Also, impact on what he did is that it also how he's synonymous with what he did. Mm-hmm. Like when you talk about music and movies specifically, you hear John Williams, you hear Hans Zimmer, you hear Howard Shore, multiple like, and then when you talk about directors, you hear Steven Spielberg, and um, uh, all these names start getting listed out, and actors and actresses, and like you can name multiple people, but when you talk about Muppets and animatronics, creature design, creature design. You talk about just, Jim, it's Jim Hansen. Hansen, Weta, and Del Toro. Yeah, like the and, just, and Del Toro and Weta. I'm pretty sure were heavily were, influenced by influenced. Jim Hansen. Exactly. So that's what I mean. Is on a pound for pound case, could you make the argument yeah. that Jim Hansen is one he of the most influential the people? Practical effects game mm-hmm. in like with insane amounts. There's All, so many movies that I wonder if they would have even been made. Like. Just E.T., like Star Wars. Also think about from the mid-70s to late 80s, before Jim Henson passed away, like practical effects and everything. Like you name, like name all the practical effect and all the uh, practical effect movies and all these major movies. Majority of them are mid-70s to early 90s when Jim Henson Mm -hmm. still have it. And then there is a point like, like 94, like they just disappear for a long time. CG started... That's a good better, then so. that's a good point as it's well. It's interesting that you guys when you ask that question to us initially like I didn't think of any of that but what I did think of was Muppets and Sesame Street that started a long time ago and are still kind of a mainstay in yeah. anybody's childhood. So if you think about just the impact he's had on children education all the way into their adult lives like yeah, he is 
he's in so many Americans' lives, yeah. you know? And, and it's... It, Years like, after he passed away. Exactly. And we don't even talk about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, people... Like, I didn't even realize he was the guy that did the Sesame Street puppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... he <clears throat> we talk about his products more, but then we talk about him, which, to me, says something more about the creator. The living... The but, legacy yeah. that he's yeah. left behind. Also, Frank Oz's kid actually does voices now. Really? And, and he does a oh, really, really, cool. really good job as well. I do believe that's... It, Frank Oz passed away, I'm pretty sure. No, he's still alive. Is he yeah. still alive? Yeah, he he oh. did Yoda. He's on okay. Twitter uh, trolling people who are mad at episode eight. That's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't want to get on his bedside because <laughs> I love Frank Oz so much. But Any other lasting final thoughts on Dark Crystal? Uh, we made jokes, or I made a joke, about how the... Ger... Gethryne? Gethling? Gareth? Gareth? Oh, big yeah, 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 yeah. Big Beetle things. Oh, yeah. Gartham. 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 Okay. Uh, one day I'll get their names right. Gethling, Gartham, Gelfling, Gartham, Skeksis, Mystics, Pod People. Pod People. Uh, which are actually based off of potatoes. Which they look makes like sense, potatoes. They look yeah. like potatoes. Uh, every time that they came into the picture, they were breaking down a wall of some sort. <laughs> and so I was making a joke of like, do they just wait? for someone to be inside a building and like you <laughs> see one going, man you see one going in and they're like, they're like jerry you can't go in we have to break down that wall and, <laughs> and they just brought it up that the kool-aid man is a giant pitcher of glass who's breaking through brick walls. yes <laughs> what yeah. yeah uh and then i loved at the end when they broke their own wall and yeah. that's how he escaped i was just like no yeah. we have to break uh, other people's walls jesse eisenberg would play chamberlain <laughs> oh yeah the chamberlain friend 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 you cut my hand <laughs> like he just changed his way you die now gaffling gaffling die yeah, yeah show Gaff- skexy's gaffling friend yeah. we have peace he's he's himself in the later graphic novels also trial by sword or stone stone, tr- stone trial because a, a fireling comes up from down below and steals the shard and it brings the it splits them again and he's like trailing after them through the underground it's like why chamberlain why he's always mm. after that shard. <laughs> all right on a, on another note something that i'd just like to mention is jim henson used muppets to get on tv he initially didn't want to do that. He actually wanted to be, uh, you know, like a, a Mr. An actor, Rogers, basically. And in 1955, he created his his Muppets, and so it's kind of interesting for me to think like most people think they know what they want to do, and they try to get there through the path that you you think you should. But he kind of took an opportunity and had an amazing impact on the world just by doing what was kind of open to him and. I don't know. It's like kind of a lesson that I think about in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else from you guys? <clears throat> I love this movie. Oh, love this movie. <laughs> I love this world. Yeah. I can't wait for the Netflix show. So that is one thing I want to hit on before, of course, we do Can You Guess the Movie segment. Have you guys looked at the cast attached to the Netflix? It's huge. I have not. It's Let me, let me hit you up with a little bit of this. Hit Hel- me up. Helena Bonham Carter. Don't know her. Uh, okay. uh, uh, Tim Burton's wife. Tim Burton's She's wife. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like her. Fight yeah. Club. Na- Natalie Dormer. Don't know. Uh, Game of Thrones. Marjorie. Marjorie. Tyrell. Tyrell. She get blown up in the sept. Blonde chick. Marries Joffrey. 
Oh, no, Joffrey's. Yeah. No, she marries Joffrey. Oh, she marries Joffrey. Then marries his. Very beautiful. Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Taron Edgerton. Okay. Uh, Mark Hamill. Interesting. Oh, perfect. Uh, Eddie Izzard. (laughs) Keegan-Michael Key. Simon (laughs) Pegg. Andy Samberg. Mark Strong. Like oh, I love my yeah, strong. The list just, is just well like and there's, known. there's even more like uh like everyone knows who Toby Jones is, you'd have to see a picture. People know who Theo James is, Jason Isaacs. Like these are there's a lot of people. Do yourself a favor, go to IMDB, look up the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, look at the picture of these actors. Yeah. And there's like twenty five actors attached to it, and like eighteen of them, you're like, Oh my goodness, they're in this? That's it like the cast in this is insane. I'm super excited. Mark Strong is very underrated. Just want to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Oh, is there anything in particular? It is a prequel. I don't know if there's anything in particular you I mean, want to see change. out of it. I, yeah. The one thing I'm not looking forward to is the end of the show because it's probably going to be a little depressing. Yeah, because the Gaflings. <laughs> they have all. to kill them all. <laughs> yeah, the like oh, Gaffling yeah. genocide. Yeah. Which is all about it. All right. Just Can you... <laughs> Just yes. want to see a Skeksis eating noodles. That's yeah, all that's I'm all you want to see. <laughs> or a Galflin. No, definitely <laughs> Skeksis. Uh, can you guess the movie? Okay. Let's see if you guys get yeah. it. Um, One day I'll get it off of the genre. This is the week. <laughs> the movie this week, genre, <laughs> comedy, sport. Comedy. Basketball. Sport. Not basketball. Little Giants. No, not Little Giants. Youngblood. No, not young blood. Year nineteen ninety six. Sandlot? Not the Sandlot. Space Jam. Not Space Jam. I think uh, Space Jam was ninety nine, I want to say ninety eight. Uh, shoot, what was the name of that uh hockey duck? Oh, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Not the Mighty No Go ahead. <laughs> rookie Rookie of the Year? No, not uh, Rookie uh, of the Year. The director's not gonna help, so I'm no. sorry guys right Do now. It, say it. But it will just give you guys a free another free guess. Uh, director Dennis Duggan. Ooh, uh, no, I don't know. Little Big League. Not Little Big I League, love that movie. but it gives you another guess at 1996 comedy sport. Anything, Andrew? I'm trying to think. I love this genre, by the way. <laughs> comedy. Sport. Yeah, there's so many. And we've said so many already. Yeah, I know. Have you seen um? Oh, why am I forgetting his name? The guy from the rundown that's not the rock what was the, uh the sean football. williams yeah sean williams right? scott he's in a the, hockey the, movie goon yeah goon's, goons, love yeah, that goon's really good yeah that was the first one we saw. jay bruchel's yeah it's really good awesome you, did you have another guess yeah it was little giants all right are you guys ready to oh, guess the movie actor adam sandler Waterboy. no no what uh, uh, oh, oh my gilmore. gosh we just said it it's the golf one Happy right gilmore. Happy, happy Gilmore. Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. <laughs> okay. It is Happy Gilmore. The funny thing is, the you, 1996. Said, you, said, you said comedy sport, and instantly I went to all the Kids. comedy sport movies that yeah. I watched as a kid. And so, yeah. Happy, I mean, it, you, you barely even think of that as a comedy it, sport. Happy right? Gilmore is one we may have to do an episode on. I love, I love, like Carl Withers. I mean, maybe we'll even just do it on like Adam Sandler's run of oh, the Happy Gilmore, yeah. Billy Madison. Like, I'm, I'm a big Adam Big Sandler Daddy, fan. like. Oh man, talk about like shooting your shot. Like, you know what's funny is about comedians is they all have that run. Robin Williams had that run. Mm. Jim Carrey had that run. Like all these comedians, Will Ferrell had a run. They, they had them more back then than they do now. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Will Ferrell was probably the last comedian that I know of that had like a run of yeah. here's like Anchorman and all semi pro. Here's all these movies. Like yeah, 
that were just all in all a row. You're just like weird off the wall movies. And they're really funny. And that was kind of like the last comedian to, to, to do that. And then they fall off. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, they just fall off a cliff. I, I'm expecting Andy Samberg to maybe carry along a little bit. I mean, he's, he does, but I don't know. He's got his TV show. So that's a little different. That's true. That is a little bit different. All right, guys, that has been reeled in the dark crystal. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at nerd weekly cast. We're on Instagram at Nerd Weekly Podcast. Follow us. Join the Facebook group. Send messages. You have you guys have questions. Um, trying to keep communicating with you guys. Grow this whole thing. Share it with your friends. Nerd Weekly on Facebook. If you want to send an email, nerd.weekly.forever at gmail.com. Make sure to check out our video game podcast, which release every Saturday. Biomodded. We did a huge E3 podcast last week. We got a great podcast talking about video games and art this week. Um, also make sure to check out our comic book podcast, which releases on Tuesdays, origins and adaptations with Cody and Andrew. And if you can do us a favor, if you haven't already, leave us a review on whatever podcast service you listen to us. Apparently we're on a whole bunch. I had a friend of mine came up and he's just like, Hey, are you guys on, um, it's like called like a cast app or so for any of the, uh, any the podcast apps, app, it's our RSS feed is out there. Yeah. So the, you can find us. Anywhere. Yeah. You can find us anywhere. Leave us a review. It does. It helps us a lot. The reason why we ask for five star is because it helps us get found by new people. But then we can still read the criticism. So it's okay that if you, like if you got things you want us to change, still help us out. Leave Not the five star. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's five star, <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> like at least we can grow off of it. Follow us We're, on Spotify. Yeah, on Spotify for sure. Share us with a friend. We're continuing to grow. Andrew, where can people find you, buddy? I'm LeBearded Cooper on Instagram. Ben? I'm at Nomaco2 on Twitter. Relevant coffee shop almost any day of the week. <laughs> or Willie Be Snazzy on Instagram. I'm uh, at underscore uh, Anthony underscore Rod on Twitter. And this has been Reeled In. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. 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 Lego and Horizon. Mm-hmm.